Welcome to the My Family Planner Podcast. We are so honored that you've uh, devoted a little bit of time today to listen in and learn and grow. Uh, my name is Brandon, and I'm here with Michael. Welcome again. Uh, we just want to let you know that this podcast is, is a place where we believe the greatest thing we accomplish in life is not really something we do, but someone we raise. The greatest gift you can give your child is an identity that's rooted in your family's values. Another way to put that, it's rooted in your family brand. So fight for your family because great families happen on purpose, not by accident. Today, we're jumping into an idea that will really help you to uh, find the right people in your life. So how do you get the right people in your life? So a lot of families have the problem of finding great friends and mentors. So the idea today we're going to unpack is that you have to have a plan to get the right relationships in the in the life of your family. So in your own life and also in the life of your your spouse and your your kids. From a branding perspective, um, companies look for believers, people that kind of believe, you know, what what they produce. Um, so if you if you think about it, like the the greatest uh, brand right now, the most profitable brand right now is Apple Computers. That people that just kind of believe their their system is the best. Uh, if you if you know somebody with an iPhone, you just know like, hey man, they they just think iPhone's amazing. And if you have an Android, you feel like an outcast because you know you get into the group text and it turns green, and they're like, who's got the Android? Who turned this green? I, I still have a I have a belief that um, my kids, my little kids, they wear like superhero pajamas. Uh, I think at nighttime. Um, androids wear uh, apple pajamas at nighttime dreaming of one day being something special <laughs> wow okay so we know who brandon uh supports there within that argument <laughs> that's hilarious um so so what we want to do is find people to surround our family with that, that are believers that believe what we believe that live the way we live so it's very important when we get this right uh, your family will have the right relationships and ultimately you'll get where you want to go. So in the scriptures, it says like this, it says, walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. So I was a youth pastor for about 15 years. And this was like my favorite verse that I would mention all the time. Hey, walk with the wise and become wise for the friend of a fool suffers harm. It doesn't even say the fool suffers harm. It says the friend, the companion of a fool they're the ones who get hurt. So we live in the information age and our culture leans really heavy into knowledge, 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 knowledge. The problem with knowledge by itself is knowledge without understanding can even become destructive. Or there's another place in the scripture that says knowledge puffs up. So understanding is the ability to know how to apply knowledge. But in the scriptures, it says there's something more important than even understanding, it's wisdom. Because wisdom knows when to apply understanding and how to apply understanding that you can use knowledge in the appropriate way. So we're not rejecting knowledge. We're pursuing wisdom. So the scripture says, if you want to become wise to know how to apply understanding or how to uh, use the knowledge that you've been given, well, you need to walk closely with someone who is wise, someone who's gone down the road that you're going down. Another in the New Testament, it says, do not be misled because bad company corrupts good character. Um, the sociology, 
uh, the F Forbes magazine, uh, the New York Times and the Bible, who said it first, um, says, show me your closest friends, the inner circle that has the right to speak into your situations and I'll show you your future. Uh, the way I've said it for years is show me your friends and I'll show you your future. The five people that you allow to speak into your situation is setting the direction of your life. And that's true financially. That's true relationally. That's true as it relates to your entertainment. The direction of your life is the people you allow to have voice into your life and the direction thereof. Uh, so today in this podcast, we want to talk about uh, having mentors and having the right friends. Uh, so mentors and friends. Um, mentors uh, can look a couple different ways. I used to believe that someone to mentor you had to be up close. And then I realized uh, I'm a student of leadership. I love the language of leadership. And I realized the most influential person in my life as it related to, to leadership was John Maxwell. Well, I've only ever met him a couple of times and I've only been able to ask him a couple questions. Well, it's kind of hard to get mentored by someone up close when you only get to ask a couple of questions. But I realized, oh, you can actually be mentored from afar that I've been mentored through his books and his teachings. And as I've applied the principles, I've been mentored from afar. Now, I've also had mentors up close where I've had people mentor me in finances and my marriage and in my pastoral leadership. And there've been people that have been up close and I've just learned, hey, you can learn from both. So you need great mentors. Some are up close and some are even from afar, but you also need the right friends. Who are the people that are at the same stage of life that you are, that you're just in it together. And when you have the right friends, you just don't feel alone in the struggle. Like John and I, when we were going through Financial Peace University, we thought we were the only broke people. And we were so embarrassed by we were broke. And then as we're going through this journey together, we realized in our Financial Peace University, how we're not the only ones that's broke. We're also not the only ones that want to get somewhere and are willing to make the sacrifices necessary to get where we want to be financially. And we found when we had the right friends and the right mentor, we got the results that we hoped for. So we want to spend a few minutes talking with you about how do you in your life and in the life of your kids help build the relationships of the right mentors and the right friends. It's funny. I've been to a couple of different conferences with uh, Brandon, uh, with part of our church group and uh, John Maxwell, Maxwell might be speaking and he just lights up. He's like, oh, John's going to be speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time you had a chance because you became a senior pastor. You got to go back and meet John Maxwell yeah. So one question that time. What? All right. One just question. one. Yeah. So I, I can think back of some great mentors in my life. Uh, just to kind of relate to uh, what you're saying, um, I had a, a kids pastor when I was a young kid. Her her name was Vicky, and man, I can't. I I'll never forget uh, how she just poured into my life when I was you know seven, eight, nine, ten years old. Like she paid my way, you know, to go to kids camp and some other things. And man, amazing. I remember. Michael, his name was my, he's my youth pastor. And man, that guy never forgot my name. He always uh, called me up and was like, Hey man, I want you to be a part of this. I'll come pick you up. If you, if you, if you don't have a ride, I remember uh, Joe, Joe was another guy who saw potential in me and he called me up at, at, at my church. He's like, Hey, listen, you, you're pretty good at like design and creativity and all that stuff. Do you want to be a part of the puppet team? I was like, mm -hmm. there's a puppet team. He's like, yeah. yeah. And I remember, I remember even in school, like I had an art teacher, her name is Carol uh, or Mrs. Dunn. And uh, she saw the potential in me too. She's like, Hey, you're really good at this. Like you should be part of my after school uh, program that I do because you, uh, you've got some potential with this stuff. 
um, I remember Kirk, Kirk was my first boss. He gave me my first shot. Like after I, I started my career in design and graphics, he was like, Hey, you want to come work here? Um, and I, I was rough, man. And I remember him going through some of that stuff, having some conversations about me showing up on time. And he kind of, you know, paved the way for me to become successful in that, that industry. So I think we all have people like that in our lives. Great, great people that we can consider uh, mentors that have made an impact on us. Uh, most of mine have come through like the, the church. That's kind of the pattern that I've seen. Um, not all of them, but, but a lot of them. So if you find a good local church that your family can be a part of, there's a high likelihood. I mean, what a beautiful thing God gave to us when he created this idea called the church. Um, it just brings the right people all into one place. I, um, as a teenager, I remember, you know, that that very pivotal time in your life, like most of my friends were in the church, like my youth group was a big deal. And uh, that's where I found my, my connection. That's where my identity was uh, to the point where I didn't really hang out much with my high school friends because I had my my youth group that I, I was a part of. Um, looking back now, like that was so great. <laughs> like my wife tells me all the time, it's like, man, you just, you just missed out on a whole bunch of stuff in high school that everybody else deals with because basically I just went to hang out with my, my youth group friends, but it's just, what a great testimony to, again, just a, what a great church can be when you're surrounded with people that are, um, you know, believe in Jesus and are living a certain, you know, lifestyle. I could, I can say you know, to God's glory that there wasn't a moment in my life where I felt like I needed to walk away from Jesus because I had good people around me. Um, I didn't, I didn't have people that were trying to pull me into something that wasn't, you know, healthy or good. My, my mom was a single mom. She had three kids to raise the greatest thing she did. And, and she, she will talk to me all the time. It's like, man, I'm so glad I got into a good church. Like, I'm so glad I got my family into a good church. And um, I, I think, again, that, that was just one of the things looking back, you know, just thinking about this topic of mentors and good friendships. I found mine by being part of a great church. Mentors were there and also uh, my my best friends that I that I found my my connection with were there. And it saved me from a lot of really, really hard stuff. So I think you've heard even in Michael's story where his mom positioned him to be in some of those right relationships His connection within the church positioned him to build some of the right relationships. Even his application of his studies in school introduced him to opportunities and he built on his strengths that led to the career that he carries now. Then the question is, how do you get those right relationships? How do you know if the right relationships you have are the right ones that help you get where God's called you and your family to be. Um, so John and I, we've just found, that's my wife, my wife, Jonna. Um, we found that, that you have to pursue them. And then if it's, you have to pursue them, how do you know who to pursue? So Jesus said, a tree is known by its fruit for a good tree does not produce bad fruit and a bad tree does not produce good fruit. So we looked into people whose marriages had great low hanging fruit. Like you from a distance and even up close were like, yeah, how did you have a, how do you have a marriage like that? About the seven year mark for John and I, which is pretty typical in the marriage journey. Um, we were going through a pretty hard time and we were trying to navigate this new season with with kids and responsibilities and bills and a mortgage and, and the pressures of family were weighing in our, on our relationship to the point where we realized, Hey, we need to get some help. So we pursued 
a relationship with Mike and Melanie who were in our church. And we just saw in them and in their kids, like, Hey, you have something special. What is it that you do? And we submitted the way that we think and we asked questions and we just said, Hey, here's how we're approaching this. They're like, you shouldn't approach it that way. Hey, you shouldn't talk to each other that way. Hey, you should probably approach conflict from this other perspective. And what happened was we began to change our behavior and our attitudes towards each other um, per their direction and understanding. And it brought us through a really difficult time. Uh, another season when, was when we were trying to get out of debt and we got some financial mentors that had the finances that we would want to have one day. And we said, how did you get there? And hey, here's where we're at. And we showed them the real numbers. This is how much debt we have. This is how much we make. This is how we're spending money. And they're like, you should stop spending money here. You should start saving money here. You should attack this debt first. And we just submitted our plan to them because we saw the fruit in their lives. So for you, what is that place in your life that if it got better, everything would get better? And who does God have around you right now, whether up close or from a distance, where you need to submit your way of thinking and your approach to, to them to help you get where you need to be? Because if you keep doing what you've been doing, you'll keep getting what you got. Um, and then for our kids, it's the same thing. We encourage our kids to have mentors age appropriate. So I've got a 15 and 12 year old. We greatly encourage them to spend time with a mentor. We make it really easy for them to spend time with those mentors. We, we make sure that they're in the right connect group or small group at church because if they have the right mentors that are supporting our family values, that are encouraging them in the ways of God, uh, they're going to start leaning into those ways. Because those are the people that they want their, the way that they're viewed and seen, it matters to them. So we're encouraging and fostering uh, those right uh, mentoring uh, relationships. So you got to pursue them. And then with your kids, you have to make it a value in your family, but then you have to make it easy for them to go and pursue those relationships. And then we're always following up with them. Hey, what did you talk about? Hey, when you talked about that, what, 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 how did that go? What are you learning? What was challenging you right now? What was God speaking to you uh, right now? And what we found is in those mentoring relationships with them and in our own relationship, my wife and I, they really do. They have, they've shaped the, the reality that we have today. And we still have mentors and we still have people that we're growing from and learning from. So one of the um, things uh, we hope is that we can become part of your circle. Uh, we can become part of your tribe. Uh, we share a lot of stories because one of the hopes is that um, we can inspire you or uh, encourage you uh, in, in what you're doing. We just think differently. Um, what we found, uh, Brandon and I, as we talk together, it's like, we're just different, like in general, like we, we don't typically do what the culture does when it comes to family, like um, dads typically don't spend that much time with their families or being that intentional with their families. So if you're out there and you're connecting with this podcast, our hope is that we can be your people to help encourage you to keep going with this and, and maybe even level up and, and hear some, some, some great stories to, to help you with that. Um, eventually, too, as you're able to connect with us, um, I'd love to hear some of your stories and be able to share uh, what that looks like so that we can inspire each other and uh, just see what what other people who are are different, like we just think differently than the, the culture around us do. And I uh, would love to get some more of that. 
Um, so I, one of the things I'm working on right now, so I'm, I'm an agency owner. I own, a, I own an agency. I, I have a, a business basically. And uh, so I'm looking for good mentors to help me, like as I'm going through this journey, like who are who are the people that are, are further ahead or even just some other friends that are in business that that can kind of be people that I move forward with and, and we talk business. And the, through the church, I, I've kind of found several people that I, I can I'm able to connect with. But be thinking about that, too, like um, when it comes to yourself as a as a dad or, or your, maybe it's your wife, you know, what kind of people can you connect with? How can you connect people uh, with your kids? I feel like it's my responsibility as a as a father to connect my kids or at least give them an opportunity to connect with some good people, like some good friends. Um, So we, we, we try to do whatever we can uh, to position them so that they can. So I don't want it to be by chance. Like, you know, it's not like, Hey, I hope you make a good friend someday. Um, As best we can, we want to try to help, help that process to to take place. Brandon, I'm just curious right there. Have you, have you been intentional? Like, what does that look like for you guys? Same. I'm looking for people that have the mindset that I want to carry. So I've got, I'm, I'm a young church, church planner. So I've got some friends who are at the same stage as me, but we think in the same way. Like we want the same things for our churches. I've got some mentors that um, have church planted and there are a couple steps ahead of me in the journey. And I lean into them for wisdom a lot. And then I've got some mentors that have pastored longer than I've been alive and their perspective is just different. And so I'm listening to all these great voices and they're shaping the decisions I make in my own life and the life of our church. Um, and we just run together. And when you have the, when you get that wrong voice in that group, um, I'm looking for negativity. Like, Hey, if their, if their attitude is, is just generally negative, I'm like, yeah, you're not going to be in that inner circle because your beginning place is negative. I'm like looking for guys that are like, oh yeah, it's hard, but we're grinding. We're going to win. Like, this is going to be great. Like God's on our side. Who can, who can stop what God's doing in our midst? And I think that's not just true in church. I think it's true in, in business. Um, that's true in your family. Like are the voices in your life coming from the place of positivity that we can win, we are going to win and we're going to make a lot of changes and we're going to mess up and we're going to fail at times. Um, but we're just going to get back up. And in fact, the scripture says seven times the righteous fall. They just get up again. I want to get around guys and that have that mindset. Like, Hey, I'm going to fall. Um, I'm not talking about moral failure. I'm just talking like, Hey, we're going to try things that don't work. And we're not going to get it right all the time. And we're going to learn from each other's mistakes and we're going to learn from each other's successes. Yeah. So for our, for our kids, we just have to make it as easy as possible for them. Uh, So as we think about them, you know, school is a big factor. Um, So for me and my family, we've chosen to homeschool our kids. You know, maybe we'll have a whole episode on like why, you know, why we do homeschool the way we do. Uh, Brandon, you guys do the same thing. You homeschool your kids. We, we do homeschool. Yeah. I was a youth pastor for 15 years and we just knew we wanted something different for our kids. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we just believe so for us, like to kind of sum it up in a very simplistic way, it's like, man, we only have a limited amount of time with our kids and mm-hmm. we just want to be around them as much as we possibly can to build the best foundation that, that we possibly can. And so yeah. that's why we've chosen to go that way. But maybe it's a maybe it's a private school, but you're just being intentional. Like what what yeah, when your kids are at school, like there's a lot of influences all around. So think about that. If you if you I'm sure you have, but think about what is the best way to maybe you have to sacrifice a little bit so you could do the private school, or maybe 
like my wife stopped working and she's doing homeschooling full time. So just think through that. Um, your church, like find a great church. I've, I've shared, uh, man, the church played such a huge role in my life. I, I just praise God for for the people that I met through the church and what he did through them uh, in my life. So find a great church, a great kids program, uh, a program that has a plan. It's not just about babysitting your kids. It will be well worth it. Even I would even go as far as to say as a, as a dad, like look for that first. Like mm-hmm. it's not about you. It's more about, hey, can my kids thrive? Can my teenagers thrive? Do they have a great youth program where they have a plan for my 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 teenager who's going through all these hormones and everything right now? Is there a great program for them? And I would prioritize that first. Yeah, absolutely. And then as you see them developing their friendships, um, I get pretty involved in conversation with my kids about who their friends are and the decisions that their friends make because I'm listening for the kind of friend that they're choosing. And as I find that they're making the the right friends, like when you just, you hear them talk about them and your relationship with that kid or that you just know that family, um, you, we make it really easy, really easy for them to spend time with the right friends and they don't know it. Um, they're starting to catch on to it, but we, we intentionally make it like really hard, if not impossible for them to spend time with the wrong friends because we know as the friends they choose, so will the direction of their life. And I would just encourage you, if you, if you get your kids into the right church with the right leaders, they're going to have the right mentors. And they're also going to be in the right environment to find the right kind of friends that are going to be heading in that certain direction that you're hoping for, for them. Um, But talk to your kids about who their friends are. Uh, Talk to them about the decisions that they're making. And not, don't just look at what's seen, look into what's not seen. Cause sometimes in the unseen is where the discernment's going to come of like, is this the right friend or the wrong friend? Yeah. I try to, I try to have conversations about what a good friend is. Even at a young age, my oldest is 11. Um, I have a, a nine, a seven and a, a five-year-old, but I'm, I'm having those conversations even now. Hey, is that a good friend or is that not a good friend? Like, what should we look for in those things? I even tell stories about uh, friends that I've that I've had that have done some crazy things. Um, so I have a I have a friend that uh, will remain nameless on this podcast. That uh, in their younger days did some crazy things. So then I tell my kids these stories, and they're like, "Are you serious? That that guy did that? Are you serious?" I was like, "Yeah, should we do that type of stuff?" And they're like, "No, we should never do that type of stuff." So I, I don't know, Brandon, do you know the friend that I'm talking about? Yeah, that friend is me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> so Brandon preaches sermons that my kids don't get to hear right now. So I go home and I, I kind of share a couple stories from the sermons. So Brandon and I have this inside joke, like one of these days they're going to go into service and they're going to hear, that was the guy. <laughs> uh That'll be great. And I'm going to lose a lot of credit in their eyes. I hope to establish it very quickly while I'm preaching, when they make the connection that my life changed. (laughs) Um, But I'm a great example. When I had the wrong friends in my life, my life started going in the wrong direction. When I changed my circle of friends, so did the direction of my life. And uh, you can do the same for your kids and you can do the same in your own life. Um, If you're spending time with the wrong people, your kids know it, they see it. And you're making entertainment decisions. You're making financial decisions you're you're making god related decisions or with you will not go to church more often than your friends do 
you will not make better financial decisions than your friends do. Uh, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Show me your mentors, who you're learning from, who's shaping your worldview. Um, and I'll show you your future. And that's why Michael and I made even the school decisions that we did was there was a narrative going through the school that we didn't want our kids to buy into. Um, and we knew if we put them in that environment, uh, what we'd seen is both of us, Michael and I leading in the church and kids ministry and student ministry is many students come from great families, but because they spend the majority of their time, not at home, but on a ball field and in a classroom, the place where they spend the most time begins to shape their worldview and the narrative that they're choosing to believe. And we just weren't willing to make that sacrifice for our kids. So we sacrificed in other places to make it. So our kids get where God wants them to be and not where a cultural woke narrative wants them to be. So good. So we'll close it out. Um, there's a couple of resources we always like to share with you. Um, so a couple of them for today uh, for friends and mentors. Uh, basically it's the local church, like find a great uh, and a great local church. Uh, maybe not the church you're going to right now. I don't know, but just find a great local church where your kids have what they need Uh prioritize, you know, prioritize that. Like they, they, they can make some really good people um, at that church. Uh, look at, look for groups, uh, small groups within that church that you can be a part of. So smaller communities to, to where it's, it's not always the big group of people that are gathering, but Hey, can, can you get in front of like five people, six, seven people and be like, share your story. Like there's enough space for you to be able to do that. That's very important. Uh, as far as mentors go, uh, like Brandon shared earlier, uh, it could be in person, but what about some books uh, from some great people that can help you get further faster than where you are? Be a reader, um, maybe a listener. I'm more of a listener than I am a reader. Um, look for podcasts uh, such as this one, or maybe there's some other ones too that can help you get further faster. You can find a great mentor uh, from a distance. They don't always have to be in the same, the same room as you are. And then uh, I would encourage you to download, if you haven't already, our free one-page planner. Uh, for you and your family to get on the same place, you get to put it, uh, print it off and put it in the house where it's easy for everyone to see, get everybody on the same page, uh, which will help you develop the systems and intentionally put on the calendar. Those are our relationships uh, that they, they get strengthened. So you get where God's called you to be. And then join us on our next episode, uh, which we'll post next week and leave us a review uh, wherever it is that you listen. Uh, leave us a review. If you're watching on uh, YouTube, would you subscribe to our channel? and click the bell so you know to be notified when our next uh, podcast gets released. Have an amazing rest of your day, and I hope to hear you, see you on our next episode.